you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. First rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. I am Iron Man. Why so serious? Alright, alright, alright. Welcome back to DMR's podcast, Dewey's Movie Reviews. Thank you for tuning back in. So this is episode five. Five, 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 five. So welcome to episode five. I hope you are well. There is a lot happening in the world at the moment. Obviously, with things over in Europe, with Ukraine and Russia, so thoughts and prayers to anyone that is affected on either sides of that conflict. So hopefully it all ends sooner rather than later. So being the fifth episode of DMR, thought I'd do something oh, a little bit different, shall we? Let's do a top five, top five, top five, top five, top five movies of all time for myself. This is a very hard list, but I think the movies on this list are very much justified. And let's not beat around the bush, shall we? This is my top five list, not your top five list, your list will be completely different. It may be the same. Who knows? There's no right answer to this. There's no wrong answer to this. This is just my opinion and my favorite films of all time. You may agree with it. You may disagree with it. You know what? At the end of the day, that's fine. That's fine and dandy. So let's start, shall we, with number five. Say again. We have a T-Rex. Oh. Put your, put your head between your knees. <laughs> Dr. Grant. My dear Dr. Satcher. Welcome to Jurassic Park. So coming in there at number five is Jurassic Park in 1993. I remember seeing the film at the cinema with my old man. And when that T-Rex broke out of that paddock, it absolutely scared the crap out of me. I think I might have been nine years old. And it changed my life forever in terms of film. I still feel that the graphics, CGI and animatronics are better than any of the other films that have come out. I do enjoy The Lost World. I think it's quite a good follow-up. Both The Lost World and Jurassic Park are actually novels. And it's probably well worth reading both of them if you are a fan of the franchise because if all the themes and scenes were in the original movie like they are in the book, it would have been a hell of a lot more epic, that is for sure. Some of the scenes where the T-Rex is basically swimming after Grant and the kids in a raft and you've got the raft going down a river with a whole heap of Dilophosaurus, adult Dilophosaurus as well. So there's a lot more scenery in the book and a lot of different outcomes for the characters as well. So Spielberg released that in 1993. In the same year, he also released Schindler's List. So very busy time for him and pretty epic to release two monumental films that people love in that one year. So pretty epic year for him. Fun fact as well, the animatronic T-Rex 
on this set, when it used to rain, it actually used to convolt and come alive almost and scare the absolute crap out of all the film crew. So that is pretty cool as well. So let's move on to number four. The D is silent here, baby. Now, all you black folks, I suggest you get away from all these white folks. Not you, Stephen. You right where you belong. Uh, Cora, before you go, will you tell Miss Laura goodbye? Do what now? I said tell Miss Laura goodbye. Bye, Miss Laura. Django Unchained, what a cracker of a film, 2012 vintage and of course directed by none other than Quentin Tarantino. I reckon I've watched this film probably about 30 times, at least 30 times, easy. And it's one of those films that I never get sick of. It's fresh, it always hits home the story is phenomenal you've got a massive cast in it as well with jamie fox christoph waltz you've also got samuel L. jackson and of course leonardo dicaprio playing calvin candy calvin candy the plantation owner that is completely ruthless in the film fun fact is that in the dinner scene where he smashes the skull, he actually did smash his hand, and that is his real blood that he is bleeding, and he continued to stay in character, which added to the effect of that whole scene. Amazing, just amazing. But again, the whole tale of revenge from start to finish is amazing. You've also got Quentin Tarantino doing a little cameo in it as well, which he does in most of his films, but an unbelievable film if you haven't seen it. So let's roll on to number three. Coming in at the number three spot, we've got Saving Private Ryan, also directed by Steven Spielberg back in 1998, the war epic with Tom Hanks as the main actor. I remember watching this film on probably VHS back in the day on just a regular family TV, and it was just incredible to watch. It doesn't lose its effect right up until today. When I do watch it, and I have seen the film many a time, it still hits home. It still hits home very much so. You can only imagine what these soldiers would have gone through on D-Day, June 6, 1944, landing on Omaha Beach in Normandy. Just an incredible set of circumstances. I did study modern history as well, 
And my grandfather, whilst he wasn't in that theatre of the war, he was a prisoner of war with the Japanese when Singapore fell and he spent four years in a Changi prison. So the horrific scenes he would have bared witness to, you just can't even imagine. So awesome film. If you haven't checked it out, it's just an incredible watch. So let's move on to the number two position. Oh, man, I'm going. That's all it is to it. I'm fucking going. <laughs> no, baby, you think it the most. But you know what the funniest thing about Europe is? What? It's a little different, I mean, they got the same shit over there that they got here, but it's just, just there, it's a little different. Example. All right, well, you can walk into a movie theater in Amsterdam and buy a beer. And I don't mean just like a little paper cup. I'm talking about a glass of beer. And in Paris, you can buy a beer in McDonald's. And you know what they call a, a, a quarter pounder with cheese uh, in Paris? They don't call it a quarter pounder with cheese? No, man, they got the metric system. They wouldn't know what the fuck a quarter pounder is. And what do they call it? They call it a Royale with cheese. Royale with cheese. That's right. What do they call a Big Mac? Big Mac's a Big Mac, but they call it Le Big Mac. Le Big Mac. <laughs> So coming in at number two, we've got the cult classic, which is Pulp Fiction, which is directed by Quentin Tarantino. Again, massive cast. You've got Samuel L. Jackson and John Travolta being the main characters, along with Bruce Willis, the boxer, as well. I love how this movie jumps around with the timeline, which... The director, Tarantino, is very much famous for. Even watching it today, even though it came out in 1994, it is still very fresh. And that's what I love about these top five movies is that when you do watch them, they still feel fresh. They still feel very relevant despite their age. But awesome story of criminals back in the 90s. And it's a very fun, dark comedy as well. So very much love this film. Got a poster of it up in my office and also on Blu-ray as well. So here we go. The number one position. What will it be? Well, only time will tell, my friends. So let's buckle up and go for number one. What do you do? What do you mean? What do you do for a living? Why? So you can pretend like you're interested. <laughs> okay. You have a kind of sick desperation in your life? We have the exact same briefcase. Soap. Sorry? I make and I sell soap. The yardstick of civilization. And this is how I met Tyler Durden. Did you know if you mixed equal parts of gasoline and frozen orange juice concentrate, you can make napalm? No, I did not know that. Is that true? That's right. One can make all kinds of explosives using simple household items. Really? If one was so inclined. So here we are at the number one position with the cult classic. Came out in 1999. Big year for film. Matrix also came out. That year as well, directed by David Fincher, starring Ed Norton and also Brad Pitt as well, which is Fight Club, an incredible film based on a novel. 
the whole look of this film and the storyline as well is just truly spectacular. Right from the office corporate scenes where Ed Norton's character works, simply called the narrator in the film, right through to the underground boxing clubs or fight club, right through to the dilapidated home where Brad Pitt and Ed Norton's character reside for most of the film then that comes into project mayhem as well so you've also got a great supporting cast with meatloaf who plays a guy called bob an ex muscle man or an ex steroid abuser who basically joins the fight club you've also got ed norton's girlfriend who is named marla singer played by helen bonham carter just an amazing film. I've seen it that many times. I couldn't tell you how many off the top of my head. I own it on Blu-ray. I've got a poster of it up in my office as well. But to me, the film is basically flawless. I can't really think of any faults in it. And again, it's one of those films that just feels completely fresh every time you watch it. They should really not remake this film. If anything, they should maybe do part two, which is a comic that came out in 1996, apparently. I just looked that up. I haven't read the novel as of yet. Slap on the wrist, you think I would have by now, but I'm sure it is amazing. The only part of the film which I'm curious about if they ever did a remake, and I really don't want them to, is the social media aspect in the world where we live today with Instagram and iTunes and Twitter and all that crap. It would be pretty good for them to basically have that in the film, I think, because everyone's so self-indulgent these days. So there we have it, ladies and gentlemen, my top five films of all time. Again, this is just my list, not your list, and it is only my opinion as well. Maybe one day I will do the back end from number six to number 10 in my top 10 list, I suppose. But I think that list is actually going to be a lot harder than the top five. There are many films that could fit into the back end leading up to the top 10. So thank you for tuning in to episode number five. And I will catch you on the Menjay. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. First rule of Pie Club is you do not talk about Pie Club. I am Iron Man. Why so serious?